This is Bigger Pockets Daily. Get ready for a bite-sized guide to building wealth through real estate. BiggerPockets.com offers the world's biggest real estate investing forum and thousands of blog articles like the one I'm about to share. We bring you these in audio form because you can't read when you're riding your bike or building a deck. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app landlord. That's rent.app landlord. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. I know what you're asking. I know. That's why I'm just going to give you the answer before you even say anything. Yes is the answer. You should be investing. Here's why you need to enter the market right now. This is by Liz Zack. 
What the heck is going on here with the 2023 real estate market? From high interest rates and high purchase prices to elusive cash flow, this market includes enough uncertainty to spook new and beginner investors into thinking the best course of action might be to just go ahead and sit this cycle out. Here's a pro tip for you. Don't sit out. Don't do it, because you know the old adage, when's the best time to plant a tree? 20 years ago. When's the second best time to plant a tree? Today. Many expert investors will call this truth in 2023 in regard to real estate. For sure, this year has, you know, kind of forced us to be more conservative and strategic than we've been in the past. But most of us say you're still better off in than out. We spoke to two experienced investing teams, Ali and Josh Lupo, aka the FI couple, who invest in the Albany, New York area, and Megan Ahern, aka the Taddy investor, <laughs> who invests in the Lincoln, Nebraska area with her husband, Jeff, to understand the current market and get some advice on how to navigate decisions in 2023. They agree that these are the two constants so far this year. All right. Interest rates and home prices are staying high. The two biggest challenges are that interest rates have gone up dramatically over the past 12 to 24 months, Josh Lupo saying this, and that people think there's a magical inverse relationship between interest rates and price and, you know, that prices should naturally come down when interest rates are high. That's not what we're seeing right now. Inventory is low. That's the other thing. That are, that's a constant. Something like 50% of homes are currently either paid off or have a mortgage rate below 4%. People don't want to sell and go into a 6% mortgage. That means no one is moving. Costs to build also remain really expensive, so few people are doing that either. All right, here are five tips to guide you through the rapids. Number one, don't be spooked. Just figure it out. The Taddy investor says this. If you're sitting there waiting for the perfect market conditions, guess what? They don't exist. If you think about any moment in history, there's something challenging about that market. Either you can't get good financing, like now, or you can't get good deals because it's 2020 and everything's going 40K over asking. That was ridiculous. You just have to kind of figure out how to invest with that issue in place. Number two, play the long game. So important. Both the Taddy Investor and the Lupos agree that in 2023, you shouldn't be focused on driving a ton of cash flow in year one. Instead, just think about a five-year horizon. This is what Ahern says. If I can make the deal work at 7 or 7.5% in whatever we're at right now, I'm still going to buy it because I can see that, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, with inflation going the way that it is, it's going to be worth more than it is today. Rents will be higher than they are today. And if it can pay for itself on 7.5%, I'm still going to buy the thing. The Taddy investor is targeting $200 a month per door for minimum cash flow this year. Okay, the Lupos agree with this too. We're not thinking as much about 2023. We're looking at 2043. 20-year horizon. How's that for a 30,000-foot view? We're still buying on fundamentals and not really changing much in terms of our criteria. A bad deal can really hurt you. We still only buy in a five-mile radius of our location, believe it or not. We know our buy box and we know what our cash flow goal is. All right, number three, but keep your project horizon short. This year, quoting the Taddy Investor now, 
I will not get into anything that's going to be a longer-term project. I wouldn't start developing right now because you're a year to build. I want to get in and get out in a few months. I know I'll be able to see any kind of market correction or crash happening a few months out, but I don't know what's going to happen a year from now. Number four, consider seller financing to get around those high interest rates. The Lupos focus only on off-market deals they find through organic networking, services like PropStream and Deal Machine, and by talking directly to owners. And they're finding they're working with a disproportionate number of baby boomers this year because, and I'm quoting, these properties are owned by people who have little to no debt at this point. That allows us to structure the deals in a creative way where we and the seller can find a mutually beneficial arrangement. That means instead of paying 7 to 8% interest on a property, we can arrange seller financing paying 6% interest and putting down 5%. And number five, be very conservative with underwriting. This is not the year to fudge your numbers or inch them toward what you wish they would be. You hear those horror stories, says Josh Lupo. But if you really drill down, you start unearthing all the false assumptions people are making in their underwriting. The numbers never lie, and there are so many unpredictable variables. The thing I do have control over is the deal itself. In this market, the Taddy investor has also become more conservative in her underwriting and has defaulted to keeping three months of expenses plus a 30% CapEx vacancy repair fund at all times. I keep enough cash on hand to weather whatever storm may happen. As long as you go, okay, even if we have to accept less rent, can we still just keep this property? Even if it wasn't fully cash flowing or have enough cash on hand to cover vacancy or whatever? Keep all those things in mind as you head into this very wacky market. The key thing, don't sit on your hands and sit on the sidelines. Get in the game one way or another. Be creative. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Remember, connecting with real estate investors in your market is one of the most valuable uses of your time. Visit biggerpockets.com events to find a meetup near you. See you tomorrow.